Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. Because there's nothing going on. You know what? This is so crazy. Such a conspiracy theory. Like something's going to happen in the world where you might have a hard time and, you know, have to eat zoo animals. May I suggest my Patriot Supply? Because at my Patriot Supply, you will never have to shoot a zebra and then eat it or eat a dog. No, you can keep your pet at home and open up a box of of my Patriot Supply foodstuffs that uh, give you about 2,000 calories a day. That's what the people of the upper crust do, you know, before we result to eating the poor. Uh, Breakfast, lunch, dinner, drink, snacks, 2,000 calories a day. Make sure that you and your family are safe and can weather any storm. It's preparewithglenn.com. Grab your 20% discount now, preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. Do it now. All right. Big show. Big, big show. It's Friday. So it's always good because we've kind of checked out and we've stopped caring by Friday. And so you get our real feelings because I'm a little sleepy and a little grumpy. Yeah. Coming up. Freak. Welcome to the program. My oh my. Oh, what a great show today. We've got a couple of things that we want to start with. Uh, I don't know if you heard about the army officer that uh, has now been accused of handing information uh, directly to our enemy, or directly to Russia. And now, of course, you know, espionage comes to mind. But what are his pronouns? We have that amazing story uh, coming up. Also, there is a new problem with... Uh, Europe's energy. There's a new drought that I have to tell you about. Cardboard cars are on their way. Uh, and the difference between fossil fuels and uh, petroleum products. A comment on my show from this Wednesday where I showed about 150 products out of the 6,000 products made by stuff that well, that Jed Clampett was trying to shoot a rabbit and came bubbling up. Yeah, some uh, some people, including Crowman, whose pronouns are him and he, I uh, have a problem with my analysis. We'll get into that and so much more in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. What keeps you from being happiest? the most active version of yourself that you could possibly be. If the answer is pain, believe me, you're not alone. Millions of Americans deal with pain in varying degrees every day. And for some, it is just debilitating. 
I've been there, but I've also gotten my life back when I started using Relief Factor. If you find yourself living with pain that's holding you back, please try Relief Factor. It works for about 70% of the people who try it. They go on to order more month after month. You'll know within three weeks. If it's not working for you for th- in three weeks, it's probably not going to work. But if, it, if you're part of that 70%, you get your life back. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. Or ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. All right. Well, should we, uh, should we start? Well, let's start with, uh, you know, selling out of your country. So uh, there is to be a lot more specific. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's it seems to be a trend. Mm -hmm. Seems to be a trend. Um, U.S. Army Major Jamie Lee Henry and Anna Gabriellen are married. Uh, 2015, uh, they got married and blah blah blah. And then apparently he has been charged with a a criminal plot. To give confidential medical information related to members of the U.S. military and their spouses to the Russian government. Okay. All right. So I just, I, now I just gave you the story correctly and all that matters. But there's a problem with this story. CNBC had to change the story three times yesterday. Here's what, here's what they, they wrote. U.S. Army Major and doctor and his physician wife have been charged with a criminal plot to give confidential medical information to Russia. Okay, that's what I just said. Then they changed it. A U.S. Army Major doctor and their physician wife were charged. So, pronouns. Them, they. Okay. That wasn't that wasn't right either. And so then it went to a U.S. Army major and her physician wife, because this is the first known active duty U.S. Army officer to come out as transgender. And no one knew how to label what label do we put on? Okay, Reuters also had the problem. Uh, and they had to clarify because they used the pronouns he, his on the story about Henry. <gasps> How dare you? How do you know he's a he? He could be a she or a they or a them. Uh-huh. Here's what happened. Uh, this is how it was all settled. Apparently, you had to go back to the court records from yesterday and find out how he identified himself. And the defendant used the gender pronouns he, his. And we realize that in 2015, the defendant came out as a trans female. But given the fact that the defendant identified as male today, we use that pronoun. Also used in the indictment and mentioned the prior interviews identifying as female in our update. How do you even understand what a story is? And that's not the point. The guy just sold out our country. Yes, but what are his pronouns? I don't give a flying S what his pronouns are. Throw the dude, throw it, throw she in jail. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 
Any comment on that one, Stu? Yes, you said you said I don't care what his pronouns are, and you made a determination of That's what right. his pronouns That's were. That's right, you because he that. identified yesterday in court as a he. <laughs> I think. By the way, um, there's a there's a couple ways of doing this, right? You can look at uh, how someone identifies. You can um, you can look at their biological sex. You can uh, see how they identify court documents. The other thing you could do is um, use your eyes and. When you use your eyes of the picture of this particular person, you will easily be able to identify that this is a is a dude. Is I mean, I, it's just is he pregnant? I, 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 you know what? I can guarantee you this. No, <laughs> because <laughs> how do, how do I know that? How do I know how? that that she is not pregnant there, Glenn? Because she is a he. Like that's just and he doesn't have a uterus. <laughs> yeah, did you see this clip from uh, Ben Shapiro that I guess was going uh, viral? Uh, some, I don't know, Media Matters hack who like picked out a clip of Ben Shapiro talking about gender. And Ben was saying something like, you know, the sensible policy here is for boys to go pee-pee in the boys' room and girls to go pee-pee in, in the girls' room because, you know, they can't use urinals or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they, they put this out like they, they caught him saying something like... Yeah, okay. uh, I, mean, I mean, yes, boys should go to the bathroom in the boys' room and girls look, should go in the girls' room. How is this look, something we're talking about? Look, this is this is what the, the woman who is one of the righteous of the nations who, who saved Jews mm-hmm. in Poland, okay? This is, this is what she told me. And it finally makes total sense. We didn't just suddenly become righteous. Ooh. We just didn't go over the cliff with everybody else. We just remembered what was true. Hey, ladies can't go pee-pee through a sausage and stand up and doing it. It can't happen. It's very, I mean, almost too deep into the medical literature, the way you put that, Glenn. I know, thank you. uh, I don't know. Hopefully people could understand what you were saying. Well... Yesterday, I got into so much heat, had to clarify, you know, he who smelt it, dealt it, you know, when we were talking about the Ukraine pipeline and uh, the Russian pipeline being blown up. I hope I haven't gotten too deep because after all, I am a doctor. Now, let's go into uh, Europe and Europe and uh, their energy crisis. Well, oil and gas can't use it. Don't like it. Can't do it. All right. Okay. So now they have a shortage. They're going to have a very cold winter. But don't worry. Renewables are here to save the day. Especially wind power. Well. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. They are now predicting. A a drought of wind. Oh, a drought of wind. Yes, there's a wind drought. No. Yes, a wind drought. And so with this wind drought, they don't know. I mean, the average wind speeds last year were lower than in the preceding uh, period of 1991 to 2020. And so now there's even a greater decline uh, in, uh, in the wind speeds. Now, I don't know. Who is causing this decline in the wind speeds? But I'd like to think it's because we've all been trapped inside. And so our big SUVs are not on the highway whipping up the wind. 
You know what I mean? Oh, he believes that the, the wind is is being controlled by people in SUVs. Uh-huh. Right. And you believe that the temperature is controlled by those same F- SUVs. <laughs> Which one of us is crazy? Or are we both? Now, Citron has come up with a, a good idea. Uh, they have just come up with a cardboard car. Uh, that has a top speed of 68 miles per hour. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think I want to drive a cardboard car at 70 miles an hour. I have a feeling it wouldn't go well if I'm hit by a non-cardboard car. Uh, it is, uh, it has a range of 248 miles an hour, but I'd like to remind you again it's made out of cardboard, and it's a Citron. That's going to work out well. Feels like the it being a Citron is actually the worst part of that. Like does, I'd rather have, does, if does. I could get a Chevy that was made out of cardboard, yeah. I'd prefer that over yeah, a regular and, Citron. And it would be big enough. Right. You know, there'd be so much cardboard in between yeah. you and the steel it's thing probably coming be your fine. way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, um, uh, just to answer some of the tweets on our show from uh, Wednesday night, where I pointed out that there are about 6,500 petroleum products that we really can't live with, uh, live without. Like, I don't know, plastic comes to mind. Um, well, I got a lot of heat from Wednesday night's Blaze uh, Wednesday night special. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this one came in from Crowman, who wants me to know his pronouns are he and him. Hmm. Glenn Beck, you're so confused about the difference of burning fossil fuel versus using them to make plastics, which are filling our landfills, but don't impact climate change to the degree that burning them does. I understand the difference perfectly. Your misrepresentation shows that you do not. Oh, Crowman. Thank you for bringing this up. Thank you. See, your response to me shows me exactly, and should show you, exactly what the problem is. I'll get into the fossil fuels and petroleum thing, but what is the problem that we... That we're burning fossil fuels and it's going up to the sky and then the temperature goes up. (laughs) Yeah, so I hear about burning fossil fuels, but I also hear a lot about... No drilling. Mm. And then I hear things about plastic and petroleum and how bad petroleum is for the environment. In fact, you say that it's filling our landfills, but don't impact climate change to the degree that burning them does. Right. You want zero emissions, not 25%. You want zero. So why would I trust a group of people that say, no drilling, no drilling whatsoever. We got to leave everything as it was. People who say that, plus 
people who say landfills and all this plastic, it's killing all the whales and the dolphins. Why would I believe you were going to stop at burning fossil fuels? Let me ask you another thing. If we decide to get away from fossil fuels, I'm sorry. If the elites decide that we are going to stop using fossil fuels, and so we're not using anything for fuel, which is about 70% of all of the oil that's brought up, how much is that plastic baggie going to cost to make? How much is it going to cost to drill when 70% of what you're drilling for is no longer being sold? How much is your Vaseline for your little chap lips because I've been up at Aspen, man? How much is your snowboard going to cost? Yeah, made out of petroleum. Not to mention that you know, so many of these products are used, uh, are, are made with other parts of the refining process, right? Mm-hmm. Not all of when you're refining it. There are other elements that, that the, the industry has incredibly and wonderfully been able to figure out other re- ways right. to use. A lot, of the, a lot of it, not entirely. You can make these products um, not from the waste, but that's using all right. of the petroleum. Mm-hmm. Okay, So you can use it for fuel, oils, heating, electricity generation, asphalt. Road oil, feedstocks, plastics, synthetic materials, just about everything we use has some sort of petroleum product in it. Now, if we are going to stop and no longer use waste products, that becomes your central product. How much is that going to cost? Also mention that you know, plastic in particular is a result of a high heat industrial process, which, of course is only available to us because of fossil fuels burning. That's how we make the heat to make the plastics. So Mm. you're going to have to come up with a bunch of different solutions here. And then when they're trucked around the country, what are they they trucked in? Right. Giant diesel vehicles. Oh, man, it's going to be exactly the same. Everything's going to be the same, except we don't have any cars and automobiles that are burning fossil fuels. We're going to have electricity like crazy for all of these new cars because we plug them in, which we get the electricity from. (laughs) Well, we'll get it from wind power. Unless there's a drought, you're a moron. Let's move on. Upside is our sponsor this half hour. A lot of apps out there. Not too many of them actually save you money rather than cost you money. As the economy becomes more and more chaotic, you have to keep an eye out for the opportunity to spend less, especially on the things you're spending money on regularly. Good news. Let me tell you about Upside. Upside is an amazing app that my wife uses. You use it. Your wife uses it too, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Save you money on gas, groceries, dining out. All you have to do is download it and use my promo code BECK. You'll automatically get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. And from there, you just find an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. You just check in at the business, and when you pay, you get paid. It's easy, and you're going to feel the results in your wallet. It's a great way to save money and actually earn some money back. Download the free Upside app. It's free. 
promo code Beck. You use that and you get 25 cents or more back on every gallon on your first tank of gas. So do it now. Use the promo code Beck and download the Upside app. 10 seconds, station ID. Yeah. What a hot hit. Jeez. Tell me to shut up. So there's a, a story in The Federalist um, about how, uh, how Mitt Romney is um, refusing to help Mike Lee uh, in his reelection campaign and, uh, and how he's really kind of uh, helping out Evan McMuffin. Sorry, those are popular. Ellen McMullen. Uh, and, um, and apparently... Uh, it, the GOP senators just can't figure Mitt Romney out. Mitt Romney is doing what you have to understand. What Mitt Romney is doing right now is working as hard as he can to make sure the GOP does not have the majority. He is working so a constitutional-based senator is not elected so you'll have a better shot of getting unconstitutional things rammed through. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing in Utah, if you fall for it and you elect this, this clown, this CIA agent, you want to talk about the deep state. You want to put a CIA agent in this CIA agent. If this works, the Republicans will never, ever hold the majority ever again. And here's why. Because if it works, the Democrats will do this everywhere. They will find a Democrat who can say, oh, I'm leaving the Democratic Party because they're too crazy. And they'll Republican run as an party. independent. What? You say they're leaving the Republican Party because well, it's either too crazy. Way. Either way, you could say in, in red states, you would say, I'm leaving the Democratic Party because they're too crazy. And they run as an independent because they're much more conservative. You in could this case, this case, it's the other way. But yeah. In this mm-hmm. case, yeah, it's the other way. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. It will happen both ways. Whatever suits the voters of that district, the Democrats will lie and weasel their way and say, yeah, uh, this is I. what? I'm not part of them. They're too extreme for me, right or left. And they'll run them as an independent and not run a Democrat. And they'll execute all of them. So, Utah, you, you may make the decision whether the Republic stands or falls if you don't vote for Mike Lee. The Glenn Beck Program. But other than that, you know. I mean, am I... No, there's, no, there's no big consequences. I mean, that. it's not about Mike Lee. It's about the whole system. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know the identity theft, and it's a huge problem. Um, you also know cyber criminals get more and more sophisticated in the ways they can separate you from your money and your credibility. Lots of different schemes. New ones appear every single day, and that's why nobody can stop all of it, because there's, there's new ideas every day from these guys. Imagine if they use their power for good as opposed to evil. Everything is online. Everything. So you can't cut um, internet safety out of your budget. Please. Tanya and I have used LifeLock several times. They've alerted us. 
and we have alerted them. It's telling that Tanya, the first thing she did when she accidentally gave a code uh, for something to a scammer, the first thing she did was call LifeLock and say, hey, hey, I just did this. They told her, you're covered, don't worry. Have you called the bank? Yes, I'm calling them next. Okay? Prevent, nobody can prevent all identity theft, but they are there and they're best in the business. LifeLock.com, LifeLock.com, promo code Beck, save 25%. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn, the promo code is Glenn to save 10% off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, we're being joined by Chris Stewart, a congressman. He uh, was an Air Force officer, distinguished graduate, top of his class, uh, officer of the training school, undergraduate pilot training, 14 years as a pilot, flying both rescue helicopters. Oh, I don't want to get hurt. Oh, my gosh. what a And a B-1B bomber. He holds the world's speed records, including the world's record for the fastest nonstop flight around the world. He's written 17 books, national bestsellers, six different languages. Uh, and he's also on, you know, some of those super secret, you know, intelligence committees. So I wanted to get here and see what we could get from him. Usually nothing. But I thought we'd just pump him for information about what happened uh, with the um, uh, the Nord Stream pipelines. Hello, Chris. How are you? Hey, good morning, Glenn. That's the nicest introduction I've had in a long time. Yeah, Thank well, you. <laughs> you're a conservative, so they're not going to give you nice introductions. Um, <laughs> That's true. So, uh, Chris, uh, tell me what you can about. There's a lot of people, a lot of people that their first thought with the Nord Stream pipeline was, oh, my gosh, did we do this? Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have seen the Tucker Carlson piece and some other writing that has indicated that. And let me tell you, Glenn, first, we, we genuinely don't know. Sometimes when I come on your program, you're kind of teasing me saying you pump me for information and I don't tell you anything. Sometimes I know but can't say. Right. But in this case, we really don't know yet. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So we don't know who did it, but are you including we don't know if we did it? Uh, no, I, I, I don't think there's any reason to believe that we did it. Uh, and in fact, I, I, I think I say with a high, high degree of confidence as much as you can in a world that's gone crazy. And there's times in the past when I'd say, hey, I don't think that's true. And it turns out to be true later on. Uh, so I say it with a bit of caution. But no, I, I don't believe we did it. I don't think there's any reason for us to do it. If we had done that, uh, I think we would know. Uh, we would be aware of it. There'd be some evidence of it. And, and I, don't, I don't believe that's the case. The, the biggest thing, Glenn, I mean, you look at this, I feel like the Grinch, if you will. I puzzled and puzzled till my puzzler is sore. It just doesn't make any sense. If you look at every nation, it's really hard to create a very plausible explanation for why that nation would do it. It's certainly the case if, if you're trying to argue the U.S. did it. And, and by the way, some of the reporting on this is, is misleading in the sense that they they take the, the statement from Victoria Nunland, for example, the State Department official. She's clearly talking about Nord Stream 2 and that they're going to try to pressure Germany not to approve opening that pipeline. <clears throat> and I think some people misread that, say, oh, see, they're threatening to blow it up. Uh, Ukraine simply doesn't have the capability, and I don't think Ukraine would do it because it would stress the, the relationship with the Allies so much. Russia, on the other hand, 
I think you could make an argument that for one thing, they just want to create chaos. That's very, very clear. And this could be a tool for them. The, the EU is looking at a deadly winter. I mean, literally a deadly winter. Uh, there's potential for thousands of people, maybe tens of thousands of people to freeze to death. In oh, the my EU gosh. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Think about this, Glenn. For the average EU home, it's going to cost more than $3,000 a month to heat their home over this next winter. And I think that Russia would have been under enormous pressure to open up that pipeline. And this just eliminates that, that for them. They don't, have to, they don't have to deal with that international pressure now. But I think more than that, they love the chaos. And my greatest fear is that it shows that this isn't, we're not in the wind down phase of this war. We're really in the opening stages of it still. Mm. And if Russia did this, and my personal belief is that they probably did, it, it shows you that there's a lot of things, a lot of tools that they are still uh, still have available to them that uh, are going to make it really difficult for us to step through the next, I think, six months or so. And if we don't really know, they can claim we did it or anybody else did it and escalate because they immediately said, well, this gloves come off now if you can do this. Forget about nukes, which they did mention that justifies nukes. Um, but forget about that. That means if they claim we did it, they could hit our energy infrastructure. Yeah, it's absolutely. Uh, and that's one of the very obvious conclusions is that uh, they would claim that we did it, regardless of who did it. Correct. Including if they did it, they're going to say that we did, and it's going to open the door for them to retaliate. And if you take that in conjunction with what happened yesterday and them claiming that uh, there was a this supposed referendum on the four uh, you know, for essential, essentially states in eastern Ukraine, where, I mean, these, these numbers sound, sound Stalinistic. You know, 99% of the people there voted to join with Russia. 92% of the people in another, uh, another region voted to join with Russia. Again, those are the kind of numbers that, uh, that Stalin would win by. And it's, it's beyond belief, of course. But if you combine these two events of the last few days, uh, uh, you, you can see that, that Vladimir Putin is, is positioning himself. He's, he, again, <clears throat> he's not looking to wind things down. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's, he's looking to exert more pressure, not less. So I talked to Chad Robicho, um, who was in Ukraine just recently, and um, he actually walked the mass graves. He, I, he told me last night, because I said, before I put you on the air and saying this, I've seen the video. But I want to make sure you didn't just see a patch of dirt or you saw things that the Ukrainian government were saying. This is what it was that you actually saw these things. And he said, Glenn, I saw women and children with their hands tied behind their back and bullets in their head that they tried to bury quickly because they were leaving. This is crimes against humanity. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. It shows a couple of things. It shows the desperation of Vladimir Putin's leadership. It shows the inhumanity of leadership, which doesn't surprise, I think, anyone. It also shows the results of a hastily assembled and untrained army. This is now not a professional army any longer. Uh, many of them are, are conscripts that have been in the army for, in some cases, a matter of a few weeks is all, with very little training, if any, and, and including in that, you know, the laws of war, the discipline of a professional soldier that we don't expect from them any longer, which brings me to this one point, Glenn, I hope I can make. And, and I think now stepping back from that, and that is, okay, where are we in the U.S. and what are we doing there? Uh, I, I just 
the Finnish editorial that, that asked this question. Look, in the early days of the war, I supported this effort. I thought we had to help Ukraine and the Ukraine military. They have shown enormous courage. They have demonstrated that courage on the battlefield can change a battlefield in ways that sometimes weapons can't. But the President of the United States has to tell the American people now, this is our goal in Ukraine. Because if the if President Biden agrees with President Zelensky that now our objective is to expel every Russian from eastern Ukraine, including Crimea, then I promise you, we will be at war with Russia. <clears throat> if that is our goal, Vladimir Putin is not going to leave Crimea. I mean, it was part of Russia up until 1958, and when Khrushchev drew a line and says, oh, now you're part of, of Ukraine now. And the people there genu- genuinely are ethnically Russian. They speak Russian. They want to be with Russia. And Putin is not going to surrender Crimea. And if President Biden agrees with Zelensky, he needs to brace the American people for a long, long and potentially very deadly war. If, on the other hand, our goal is just to say, go back to the pre-February invasion lines, then he should state that that's our goal so that Zelensky knows we're not going to support him going beyond that. I think we're at this point now where we have to define why we are there And at what cost is it going to be to achieve the goals of that defined uh, reason for being there? And this president hasn't done that at all. And the result of that, Glenn, is 20 years later we may be in there just like we were in Iraq or Afghanistan. Uh, The Senate just passed a bill last night to fund the government, which includes another $12 billion for Ukraine. Chris, this has got to stop. It's got to stop. Well, uh, and one other thing that a lot of people don't realize, we're not just funding their military efforts, we're funding their entire government operations, including their pension plans. What? We're funding Ukrainian pension plans. That's right. And, uh, and look, I want to help them. I am a defense hawk, and I believe the United States needs to help in this situation. But we have to define the limits of our help. We owe the American people an explanation for how much money we're willing to spend, and how long we're willing to be right, there Chris, and the goals we're trying to achieve. Chris, will you do me a favor? Would you put me in touch with whomever has all of the information of where this money is going, including the pension plans? I would love to have you come on the air and explain it to the American people. Somebody has got to expose all this. I think, you know, honestly, my first thought when I saw the Nord Stream was, I don't think that we did this you know we didn't send our navy seals in to do this there's no way however i'm not convinced that some rogue party somebody and it could be for a million different reasons i'm not convinced that some of our money that has been over there without any accounting didn't give somebody half a billion dollars and say go blow these things up and we didn't do it but it was maybe possibly our money. There's no accountability for any of this. And now that would be, what, $75 trillion, billion that we have sent over there? $5 billion can change the world. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I also point out in this latest editorial, Glenn, is that there's no IG. There's no accounting. We just send the money and hope it ends up where we, where we say it does. And... And by the way, keep in mind, Ukraine is one of the most corrupt nations I in know, the world. I and know. they have been for generations. They lost uh, $7 billion dollars in the, during the Biden debacle when he was vice president. $7 billion just kind of just disappeared. And nobody ever said anything about it here. Yeah. 
Well, that's because seven billion is not that much money. Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, cool. I know. I spend yeah. that on groceries lately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Chris, will you? Uh, can I have uh, Ricky, my executive producer, reach out to you and and just see if you can help us put some of this stuff together? Because I did not yeah. know that about their pensions. That that's insanity. That's insanity. Well, and again, it's one of those things the American people deserve to know. And I think most Americans want to help Ukraine. Again, Glenn, they've shown enormous courage. We don't want Vladimir Putin to control that nation, but we have to do it in a thoughtful way. If we don't look back on the last 20 years, and again, I'm a defense hawk. I'm a former Air Force guy. But you have to look back on the last 20 years in Iraq, in Afghanistan, and in, in Libya, and a number of other places and say, okay, what lessons have we learned? How None. could we do this better? And we need to apply those lessons to Ukraine. And this is the time to do that. I'd be happy to help you get that information. If you want to know where that money is going, good luck. I don't know who knows that. Now, what I can help you do is find out what specifically the language allows for, for example, pension funds in Ukraine. We can help you find that out for sure. Jeez, that's incredible. All right. Chris Stewart, thank you so much. I appreciate everything you do in Congress. Keep strong, buddy. Thank you, sir. You bet. Bye-bye. Uh, I may disagree with, you know, some of the things that uh, any of these guys in Washington do, but um, uh, this guy is straight as an arrow. Um, and uh, we might disagree on, you know, this issue or that issue, but I'm glad he's in Washington. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to defense. And uh, we need him in those rooms to speak some sanity. I tell you, if you're going to Washington, if you're thinking about becoming a congressman or do not get onto the Intel Committee. I think personally, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. You get onto the Intel Committee and then you can't say anything, anything and uh, about anything. And so you become you're strapped. I mean, I'll talk to Chris about things that. You know, I know, and then I'll get into speculation, and it won't be a big deal. And he'd be like, I can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. Eh, okay. And I, I just think it's a trap. Don't get onto the Intel Committee. All right, back in just a second. Um, if, um, if you have a car that is out of warranty, uh, you know how scary it is when something goes, when something goes wrong. I have a bunch of old cars and um, some of my cars, <laughs> car shields like, nah, we're not going to insure that because uh, no, not going to. Um, but I have old trucks. I just bought a, you know, for like, I don't know, $15,000. I bought this, this old army Jeep. Yeah, they're not going to insure that. <laughs> like, nah, mm -mm. no, not going to do it. Not gonna. Um, so when that something goes wrong with it, it's like, oh, crap. Now, I have a truck that is on my farm, and that goes down. Oh, crap. And I don't care what it looks like. I, don't, I just want it to run. Just run. I would have had to buy that truck, a new truck, at least three times probably by now, a new one, which you want to do that because it was out of warranty, and the cost to fix it was astronomical. Car Shield has had my back. Get Car Shield. If your car is out of warranty, there's no reason to worry about it. Car Shield. CarShield.com slash Beck or call 800 391 8888. 
800-391-8888. Save 10% on your plan. It's carshield.com slash Beck. Call them now. Get that worry off your plate. 800-391-8888. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. So Florida is in real need. I can't thank you enough for all of the people that have uh, have joined us and have contributed uh, to Mercury One. We're on the ground with food and electrical support, communication support, cleanup support. But we do need your help. MercuryOne.org. Donate to our disaster relief fund. We have many donors in Florida and across the path of the storm, and Mercury One is there to help. We'll keep you up to date in the latest information, but please donate if you can. MercuryOne.org. We want the government to do less. We have to do more. MercuryOne.org. Um, I, I will tell you uh, that uh, I think a discussion needs to be had about the federal government's involvement in insurance of places uh, where, you know, really only rich people can afford. What, why, are, why, why are we on the hook? Why are you on the hook for homes like Barack Obama's if it's ever hit by a, a storm? Why, why is this insurance running through the government? We need to have that discussion maybe next week. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about sweat block. Um, you know you have that dream where you're standing in front of a big group of people in your underwear? Pretty embarrassing. But, uh, you know, even more embarrassing is being in your underwear and then sweating and the drips just start rolling down the sides of your, your uh, chest. I, I'm pretty sure the underwear thing is actually a slightly worse than the sweating thing. Do but, you? Yeah. People that, might understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They might always, well, he's standing in his underwear. So, of course, he's sweating because he looks like a door. Anyway, yeah. uh, the best um, deodorant stick I've ever tried uh, and the best uh, antiperspirant I've ever had is comes from Sweatblock. I mean, now that we have Sweatblock, can we not keep the studio at 12 degrees? No. You're not going to sweat. You have Sweatblock. No, block. I sweat on my forehead. And- but put the Sweatblock on your forehead then. You know, you Get can do that. Get in touch with the I people at Sweatblock I haven't, I haven't and have them invent something else. No, they have it. I mean, they they, have you can it. use the wipes and they, you know, they don't recommend it, but you could put it all over your entire body. I recommend it for you. Yeah, I'd like to take a bath in it. That would be good. <laughs> anyway, sweatblock.com. Check this out. Sweatblock.com. Save 20%. Promo code Beck. Also found on Amazon. Is the fusion of entertainment 
and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Friday, which means Mr. Bill O'Reilly is joining us. We're going to get the news of the day from him, the biggest stories of the week. And there's, I mean, this is a hard choice this week again. Um, And we're going to talk to him about his new book that came out this week, Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity, Muhammad Ali, Elvis, and John Lennon. Maybe, maybe we can get what's-her-face from uh, Joe Biden's speech this weekend, too. I don't... John Lennon, because he... Where is John Lennon? Is he around? Is he here? Uh, John Lennon, Bill O'Reilly, his new book, Killing the Legends. We'll talk to him about that after we get through the biggest story of the week in 60 seconds. Ah, you remember when hardworking, God-fearing, family-oriented people were living in this country and uh, they were the majority and shared something called American values, you know? When the idea of contributing to companies that promoted leftist, socialist, communist ideals was really pretty ridiculous. Yeah, those days aren't coming back. However, maybe they are if we create a parallel economy. They could be in front of us again. We need companies that are working to reestablish the rights and responsibilities that we all have given to us from God and enshrined in our Bill of Rights. Patriot Mobile shares those values, and they're not sending your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America. And here's a weird thing. For a major company not to hate you as its customer... How great is that? They have affordable plans for your budget. Excellent, excellent coverage. Top-notch U.S.-based customer service. And best of all, they're not donating your money to abortions. It is uh, PatriotMobile.com. They have something right for you and within your budget. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. You'll get free activation if you use the promo code Beck. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, how are you, sir? Here I am. Thank you for having me back. You bet. You bet. Um, uh, uh, Your check hasn't... uh, hasn't cleared yet so i don't know if you'll be back next week because you got to keep writing those well, checks i wrote Bill. that check uh to the haberdashery uh, company so that you could have some decent clothing okay you know I, <laughs> you're such a jerk have you seen back lately i mean remember that remember the word hobo remember that <laughs> so kind of get you uh up, up and running on the uh, wardrobe spectrum that's what happened there so bill the biggest story of the week got to be Ian, but, you know, how do you cover it? It's, you know, a, a act of God, and, you know, you lived in Florida, I lived in Florida. Yeah. You know, when you live there in California as well, anything could happen, um, and then it happens, and everybody's looking at one another. But there is some good news here that the federal and state governments do work in the capacity of getting help to people obviously these people's whole lives are destroyed now yeah they got to rebuild and that's just part of life um but you know that's the biggest story of of the week uh the second biggest story of the week is joe biden's continue continuing diminishment yeah 
in what way the mental diminishment or diminishment on the world stage well i can't calibrate the world stage he's doing the right thing in ukraine um because putin is on the ropes and we just talk about praying if you're going to pray for something he's got to go and i'm hoping that the russian people you know you don't get a lot of reporting out of there but nobody can really be supporting Putin. And he looks terrible and he's so, hiding wait, out. Wait, 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 yeah, um, wait. Let, before you get into that, let's cover the Nord Stream pipeline. Who do you think did it? Who's responsible? Jill, Jill Biden did it. Jill was in the scoop. <laughs> no, come on, come on, come on. Who do you think did it? He went it? on with a giant hat pin and just <laughs> hanged it. Is come on, Beck. I mean, who, who the deuce knows who did it? Right. It's, but do you think that it's we would have done that? Do you think we, I mean, no, no matter what I think about the left, I do yeah. think there are people that are, that are that nefarious, but I just can't see our Navy SEALs being ordered to do that and, and, and us doing that. No, I, I don't think that happened. Okay? okay? But you know what the real uh, tragedy of this is? You can watch cable news and hear a half an hour of that. You, I mean, they just make this stuff up because the ratings are going down so quickly and, and they, they come on. Oh, yeah. This, this way. And you sit there going, if there's no facts, which there aren't in this, okay, all you have to say is, gee, it's possible that maybe Putin went down in a diving belt. I, but you can't. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, come on. So we had uh, we just had Chris Stewart on um, and uh, and he's a congressman. He's on the Intel Committee and a, a highly decorated Air Force colonel, I think. Um, and uh, he said, you know, there, there we just we didn't do this. But he doesn't say who did it. Uh, and he didn't rule out that some of our money that we're just sending out with with no um, accountants. Uh, might have been used by some nefarious figure to uh, to do it. But his point was, doesn't matter. It means we're at the beginning of something very, very bad, not the end and wind down of a war. Well, look, it, Europe is going to suffer this winter as the people of Florida are suffering now. And some of us believe that Okay, you had an opportunity to get away from Russia and you didn't. And so this is what happens when you dine with the devil. I know you're a big Machiavelli fan, Beck, Mm -hmm. but there's a very famous quote. If you dine with the devil, bring a long spoon. Because if you get into bed with these evil people, they will turn on you. And that is what's going to happen this winter in Europe. It's going to be hilly over there now but here's the worst part of it two years ago i just want everyone listening to beck o'reilly and Stu right now think back just two years ago the united states had the most vibrant economy on the planet on earth we were exporting oil and natural gas to foreign countries and reaping the benefits financially of that one man gets elected president and destroys the entire economy in two years, including the fuel industry of the USA. How horrible is that? So if we were energy independent now, if Trump had been reelected, 
we would be making billions and billions of dollars and the Europeans would not be so chilly this winter. How does how does the German government uh, not get overthrown if tens of thousands of Germans freeze to death and they're not turning their their nuclear power plants back on? How, how? Look, it's up. It's up to them. I, I was in Germany a couple of years ago. Uh, it's it's like the United States. Have you got a phone in their hand? They're in there drinking the you know steins. I, I don't know what they're doing over there. Okay, but you're getting punished now because of foolish policy. Yeah, and maybe you guys want to wise up. Look, it's about America. Are we going to wise up in five weeks, Beck? No. On November eighth, is this country going to wise up? I, I think I, it might. I think it. I think it's going to go better than. Uh, well, I don't even want to. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it. I endorse all the Democrats. How's that? Because um, every time I endorse somebody, they lose. <laughs> so I endorse every Democrat. Um, I don't know. I hope my my right. feeling is watching things. People are waking up. I don't know how it plays out, but if everyone who wants to save the country isn't voting, they um, they're a part of the problem. You've got to go out and vote. You have to. I can't understand how anybody could vote for a Democrat. And I'm not a party guy. You know that. Yeah. I don't the Republicans. I mean, are these geniuses? No, they're not. All right. But how could you? What do you? I don't know what the, the overall campaign slogan is. Hey, if you want less money, vote for the Democrats. Is that what they're campaigning on? If you want more bodies in the street, vote for us. We're going to have more dead people because we're not going to enforce the law. If you want 10 million undocumented migrants, vote for us because we're not shutting anything down. You like fentanyl? Vote for us. You'll have plenty of it. That's the Democratic platform. And then we're at that point. I've been doing this almost 50 years. I've never seen the kind of political insanity in America that I see today. And it's affecting every person. You are paying more for your cheeseburger. Hello? I can't believe... You're going to vote for Kathy Hochul in New York? And they might. I can't believe, Bill, that we are at a place to where we all agreed five years ago that pedophilia is bad, is bad, and should never be normalized. We knew that grooming children or showing children what, what really is pornography... Teaching them about sexual acts in the second grade, having trans uh, drag shows in school libraries and have them strip in front of little kids. We all knew that was wrong. All knew. I didn't change. You changed. Americans who have, for some reason, have gone down this road. They've gone down this road so far that they've had to just accept that this is okay now. And they know it's not. They know it's not. But if they can't turn the corner now, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, they're too distracted to get involved. I don't think you're going to see a real high turnout in November. I think Republicans will turn out more than Democrats. And here's what the polls never show. If the African immunity, uh, African-American community, which is getting hammered worse of all, 
by the Democrats. If they stay home and that's not yeah. calibrated by polling, then it's a route. It's a route. And that could very well happen. Hmm. All right, Bill O'Reilly, we'll be back with him in just a second. I want to tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Preborn. I was in one of the Preborn clinics yesterday. And uh, I have to tell you, Tanya was not feeling well yesterday, so she didn't go. She had a migraine and she couldn't come. And I got home and I told her about it. And she said, I wanted to go so bad. She's going to go back because I had one of the best experiences of my life. Um, This was such a happy place. Um, and they are saving babies left and right. And the key is ultrasounds. And now this is phenomenal because I remember my first child, uh, Mary, was born and we saw an ultrasound and they actually had to say they put a little arrow and it said leg, a little arrow head because you had to look through. It was like looking through a a black and white TV and all the snow and you just could barely make out the figure. Now they're 3D and there is no denying that that is a child. That's why 80%, 80% of the moms who see their children uh, on an ultrasound choose life because you just can't deny it. It's not a blob. It's a child. And these people were so kind and so positive and the place was so positive. Um, you know, a lot of these moms have never heard anybody say, I love you before. And... uh it's 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 such a good thing. We will be greatly blessed, greatly blessed if we are working to save children's lives. Preborn is there and they provide the ultrasounds and the people that do the ultrasounds. So please, let's save children, please help prevent aborted babies. This can be done. We are trying to save um, 50,000 babies just from this show and 50,000 from the Blaze Network in a year. We are behind. We need your help now. Save a baby. Save a life. Go to preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Go there now. Use the keyword baby pound 250. Say baby. And you can donate whatever it is that you feel you can do. It's preborn.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Bill O'Reilly is with us. Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity is his new book. It came out this week. John Lennon, Elvis Presley, and Muhammad Ali. Um, Bill, when I saw the movie on Elvis, I learned a lot. I did not know any of that about the colonel. Um, And I didn't know that Elvis, you know, went into or would have been bankrupt when he tried to leave the colonel um, and how badly he was used. Yeah, no, I mean, it's startling, and all three of them uh, were betrayed, uh, Elvis, Lennon, and Ali, by people close to them. All three of them were. But Presley, um, uneducated kid uh, from Mississippi, changes single-handedly American culture. That's why I wrote, I wrote the book. People say, okay, this is the 12th killing book, the most successful nonfiction book series of all time. Well, why? This isn't history. Yes, it is. These three individuals changed the way we live in America to this day. And Elvis blew up 
the conformity culture of the 1950s, post-World War II, Dwight Eisenhower, everybody looked the same, sounded the same. Mm-hmm. In six minutes on the Ed Sullivan show, the whole culture crashed because rock and roll was here to stay, as Danny and the Juniors once sang. Okay? And Elvis surged. And at the same time, uh, in American society, pastors were saying he was an agent of Satan. They were burning his records. Parents were yelling at their boys, you can't slick your hair back or wear a leather jacket or sneer at me. The age of rebellion had begun. And, and Elvis Presley, for all his tragedy, was a titanic historical figure. He was. And that's why I wrote about it. But as far as the micro level is concerned, the Tom Parker, his manager, took 50% of all his earnings plus expenses. <sighs> Oh, my gosh. Parker was a criminal. He's a thief. And after Presley died at age 42, the Presley estate had to take Parker into court to get some of the money back. And But Elvis allowed it to happen. He signed the papers. It was insane because he was in over his head. Celebrity crushed him. Okay, so hang on just a second. Hang on, hang on, hang on. First of all, is Colonel Parker, is that true that he uh, left someplace in Europe because he killed somebody? Well, let's put it this way. He was a suspect in a murder in Holland. He absconded quickly. He got on a boat. He came to America, and he was an illegal alien. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And he got a job in, a, in the carnival circuit. He was a carny. And he was associated with a guy named Eddie Arnold, a country singer, and discovered Elvis Presley. Parker had a shrewd eye for talent. And he got his hooks into Elvis and never let go. So his Elvis's estate, I just looked this up the other day. Elvis's estate in 1979 money, what was left was uh, about $4 million. It's about $25 million, $30 million in today's money. Um, so that's sizable. But his estate uh, in 1979 money, all of his, his records, all, his image and everything else would have been worth, I think it was $4 trillion dollars. Uh, right. In 1979, money, but Elvis Presley made more money than any uh, celebrity on the face of the earth for a period of about five or six years, and he came away with nothing. And it's a misleading misnomer when he when he died. Yeah, he was worth it, but that was because he had Graceland, yeah. the property. He had a private jet. He had a lot of stuff, but cash he didn't have because Parker was stealing it. Why? Because Parker was a degenerate gambler. Parker lost a million dollars a year in Vegas casinos. Wow. And part of the deal, reason that Elvis was in Vegas all the time, was that Parker made deals saying, I'll bring my boy in, but you give me unlimited credit in the casino floor. Unbelievable. I mean, when you read Killing the Legends, you think you know about Elvis and John Lennon and Muhammad Ali. You don't know. But also you don't know how they affected us. And how we live today. I mean, between 1964 and 69, American culture changed to sex, drugs, rock and roll. Largely because of the Beatles. And we have that today. Our permissive culture today 
stems from the 1960s. And the same kind of people, well, I can't say that, the Lizzo's of the world, the stars of today, are leading us into a deeper, darker place uh, than anybody was leading. Well, I can't say anybody because it was a pretty dark place with sex, drugs, and rock and roll in the 60s. Uh, but at least it was surrounded by, you know, oh, this is about love, man. Uh, now it's yeah, just no. grotesque. Okay, we're going to come back with Bill O'Reilly uh, and talk about Muhammad Ali and uh, and John Lennon killing the legends, the lethal danger of celebrity. Um, he has 18 number one bestsellers, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. This book is out uh, right now. It came out on Tuesday. Pick it up wherever you get your books. The Glenn Beck Program. Juan wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Greens. He says, my dog Jojo was really starting to slow down with age, but then I gave him Rough Greens. Now I see him bark and run, and he chases the cat and jumps on the bed. Whereas before, he would just lay there. He seems so much happier now. I love my Jojo, and it makes me happy to see him acting like a puppy again. Juan, that is exactly what I found with Uno, and I did not expect it. I thought he was healthy and young acting. Um, and then I started feeding him rough greens. Not only did he eat, and that was the first thing I saw in the first month. He ate every day. He ate every meal and he licked the bowl. They never did that. Then after a month or two, I started seeing his energy level went through the roof. He was a different dog. And I realized, my gosh, he's never really been healthy his, his whole life. Because when I got him, when he was three, he wasn't even this active. Rough Greens, not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the dog's food. Right now, Rough Greens will send you a free trial pack just to make sure your dog will eat it and likes it as much as Uno does. The trial bag is free. You just pay for shipping. If they like it, get the full bag and watch the difference in your dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. More with Bill O'Reilly coming up. We're with uh, Bill O'Reilly. Um, you know, people say all the time, gee, I'd like to be a star like so-and-so. I'd love to have their life. I don't think you would. Um, you know, you usually sacrifice things. There's a reason why people make the money that they make. And it's not just because they can draw a crowd. Um, it is because um, uh, you are you're giving up so many things that most people would not be willing to give up. Uh, and you are surrounded um, by. We used to always have an open house. We always love to have people over at our house. We don't have people at our house anymore. And that's because we've been betrayed by so many people that we thought were friends or whatever. And Tanya has truly changed because of my job. Um, you know, she takes protecting the family and protecting me very seriously. And uh, so we just we don't we don't do we never have people over at the house and I really hate it. Um, but she she is that's the way she's changed. And well, listen back. You and I are parallel. Um, we both became famous on television doing commentary. Um, I don't know about you, but I was foolish. And I was naive, and I think I'm a pretty savvy kind of guy. I have a Harvard degree, and I had no blanking idea 
how hateful some people could be. And how greedy. And, and how greedy. And how willing people are to, right, to latch on. All different, all different ways. And, it, and family is collateral damage. Yeah. So Elvis Presley's daughter was collateral damage. John Lennon's son, Julian, collateral damage. Ali, four wives, nine kids. Um, all of them harmed because it is an unnatural state to be famous and people don't see you as a person any longer you yes. are a thing Your product you're a thing yeah i, I had somebody tell me i had somebody tell me once you make it too easy to abuse and i said what are you what are you talking about um and he said y- you you just can do anything you just keep going and going and so we just keep piling it on and and I was like, but do you ever think that maybe you'll kill me and I'll be over? And they don't care. They some yeah, people really don't care. They don't care. Listen, I've been through hell. You've been through hell. I'm not whining about it. No, neither I'm am not I. Whining about it. No, neither right? am I. And I don't see Presley, Lennon, and Muhammad Ali and killing the legends no. and victims. Okay, they had to know what was happening to them and they succumbed to it. All right. And what I had to do was just hire a battery of lawyers and pay them millions yeah. of dollars to protect me and my family. And I did. Correct. Yeah. No, but, but, but Mah- know, I had to do it. Muhammad Ali, was he, I mean, because um, you want to talk about killing him uh, in your book, you talk about the thriller in Man- Manila. Right. And how that almost killed him. I've done in my life the first seven pages of Muhammad Ali's chapter, and not chapter, but section of the book, The Thriller in Manila. Ali was almost killed by Joe Frazier. And that's medically documented. And Frazier almost went blind because of the beating he took from Ali in the same fight. Now, Dr. Ferdy Pacheco, who was an honest man, and Ali's personal physician told both Ali and the Nation of Islam, which ran Ali, mm. that you cannot put this man back in the ring for at least a year. Four months later, who's back in the ring? So it was the same thing that happened to Elvis. You had Ali being controlled by Herbert Muhammad, the son of the leader of the Nation of Islam, Elijah Muhammad. And you know who uh, runs the Nation of Islam now, Beck? You know? Yeah, Farrakhan. Farrakhan. So that tells you what kind of an organization that is and was. So Ali did what he was told, this big, strapping, charismatic uh, man who actually, he wasn't a hater. He didn't hate Whitey, but his whole crew did. But more importantly to them, Ali brought in millions and millions of dollars, which they took. Can I, can... And so Ali was utterly dependent. His life hurtled into chaos. He was in the ring getting the hell beat out of him long after he should have been. And his brain got destroyed. And that's what happened to him. Bill, in your and research, then, did, you, did you ever go into any of or find anything on the Howard Cosell relationship? Because Howard Cosell died alone and, and friendless as well. And, and yeah. it was... I mean, Cosell, I did the last interview with Howard Cosell before he died. 
Did you really? And and Cosell um, was a shrewd, and he was addicted to fame too. He was absolutely addicted to it, um, just like Donald Trump and Joe Biden are, by the way. Um, and Cosell and and Ali used each other, but it wasn't in a, a nefarious way. way, right? Yeah, it was more, hey, we're going to become very famous, and it'll translate into dollars for us. So here's our shtick, and here we go. Right. Um, one last one. I didn't know John Lennon, and maybe I'm the only one. I had no idea he was addicted to heroin. No one did. So that's the key to Lennon. Lennon and McCarty show up in America in 1964. Between 64 and 1970, the entire culture changes here again. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, which we have now. Okay? That has never gone away. The Beatles were the spear point. Magical Mystery Tour, Sgt. Pepper, all of that. The Beatles functioned as a unit fairly well until Yoko Ono came on the scene. Because Lennon was gregarious, he was a wise guy, but he liked to engage. Once Ono came on, and she's still alive, okay, then Lennon was isolated. Lennon withdrew. And And why is that? Because nobody liked her? Is that because nobody liked her? Well, she was a controlling or is a controlling individual. She, like Herbert Muhammad and Tom Parker, pretty much told John Lennon what to do, and he did it. Mm. But she didn't steal money from her or anything like that. Right. There's no financial. But somewhere in that period, John Lennon became a heroin addict. And that rattled the Beatles so much, that's what broke them up. But it was suppressed. Nobody wrote about it. And the only way we confirmed it, DeGard and I, was we got a hold of his heroin dealer. Jeez. The man who sold him, and Ono apparently did some of that too, but I don't think she was addicted to the extent that Lennon was. Well, I mean, um, did you find, it's hard to find. Did you look up heroin dealers in the yellow page? How did you find his Beth, heroin? You know me. I'm, yeah. I'm one of the best reporters in the world. Yeah. I'll, uh-huh. I'll find you. I will find you. Uh-huh. And we, we knew that heroin was in play, but we had to get a primary source. Right. Which we did. That's why the Killing Books are the most successful book series of all time, Beck. There it is. So uh, he, towards the end of his death, he's still putting music out, but he's is he really functional? Yes, he kicked it, the habit. Oh, he did. Lennon kicked it. Um, but, and, and, and his life was on an upswing. But he was still isolated in the Dakota apartment building in New York City. And, but he walks out, and there's Chapman there sitting there and, and blows, blows him away. Like any celebrity could happen any day in this country. And that is why this, uh, you know, I, I, t- I titled it The Lethal Danger of Celebrity. When I go out, when you go out, we have to be aware of what's happening around us. I mean, we have to. And, and that changes, as you said, that changes the whole dynamic of your life. Yeah, I, I was really, I was shocked. Well, I went to uh, Italy recently with my wife, and I thought for sure I wouldn't be recognized or anything else. And I thought that would be, you know, 
uh, and uh, I was recognized and stopped all the time. And I honestly, I thought of people like Elvis or Michael Jackson, people with real fame. Uh, my gosh. No, you have real fame. No, I mean, don't. No. Yes, you do, because of television. Yeah. Television is so powerful. Yeah. Um, that you may not think, you know, look, I'm not comparing myself to. No, it, and we're not. We're not. I mean, people who. But people uh, know who we are yeah, in every yeah. corner. What? Yeah. Um, uh, Bill, uh, just one last trivia question for you. Do you know who signed the peace treaty? I think it was on the Missouri uh, for World War One, for the um, imperial um, uh, king of Japan, Godzilla. No, Yoko no, Ono's uncle. Did you know Very that? Very good, Dad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. Thank you so much, Bill. Appreciate it. Hey, I can't thank you. I want wait, wait, back before you dump me off. Thank you for discussing my book because. Glenn Beck listeners actually buy and read books and it's a very important program. Well, can I tell you, I really can I tell you something, Gavin? Bill? I don't see, I don't see even a quote from me on the back of your book. Okay. I don't even see that. I don't, there's no, I didn't think, I didn't think no, you wanted the notoriety. No, here's the deal. I, I I'm never going to mention your books again, unless I get to put a quote and the quote I want on oh, the back God. of your next book. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to be the quote I want. Because uh, uh, I've already written it uh, in my head. So. I bet you. I yeah. bet oh, you I have. have. I have. I have. So, you know, enjoy the all next right, book. Bag. Have a good weekend. All right, Thanks brother. Bye-bye. Uh, all right. Patricia wrote about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, I had regular brutal pain in my knees and my hips. I'm 72. I just told myself, that's what happens when you get older. When I heard you talking about Relief Factor, Glenn, I was skeptical I thought it'd be worth a try, but it turns out 72 is young enough to be out of pain. In just a couple of weeks, I felt back to normal. Thank you. You are welcome, Pat. Thank you for trying it. Relief Factor is not a drug. It was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of the pain that we deal with and also the source of most of our disease. Three-week quick start developed for you, $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more. You take it three times a day for those first three weeks. And if it's not working for you in three weeks, it's probably not going to. But if it does, if you see any improvement at all, Relief Factor might give you your life back. And about 70% of the people find that relief. 800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. The number four. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Um, my neighbors are being alerted by the town I live in um, that uh, if you hear several shots from a howitzer, we're not under attack. Uh, really? Yeah. It's um, how do they know? Well, it's it's homecoming, uh, and uh, last year we went to a place here. Texas takes their football 
extraordinarily seriously. Yes, they do. Uh, it is unlike anything I've ever seen ever. And uh, so last week, last year, we went to uh, my son's on a team. My daughter's in cheerleading, and uh, and so we went to a game. And uh, at this team's uh, homecoming, they had uh, an old uh, Civil War cannon, and I thought that was really cool. And uh, so we were talking in the stands, and a bunch of us parents said we, we should we should get a cannon for homecoming next year. And I said, yeah, good, good, yeah, good, good, good idea. And uh, so I I called up a friend of mine and I said, hey, you have a tank, don't you? And he said, he said, yeah, yeah, I got a tank. Obviously, who doesn't? Who doesn't have a tank? Mm -hmm. And uh, and uh, so the the town said no to the tank. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah, it'll tear up the roads or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so then uh, he said, but I, I, I have a howitzer. And so um, we're to the football game tonight. We're bringing a howitzer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And And we're loading it with real shells, too. But it's just a farm down across the street. Okay. There's going to be some big holes in the crops. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, you can hear it for five miles. Really? Yeah. So every time they get a touchdown. And I told my son. You guys better get touchdowns. That would be a real waste if they get yeah, shut real out. Ra- real, real waste. Uh, I'm going to be so. bringing a suitcase nuke uh, to our game this weekend. Yeah. Every time we yeah. get a touchdown, we nuke another city. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> but it's going to be the rival city. Yeah, right. A nuke will go off in the rival city. Because <laughs> it also demoralizes the other team. It does. You know like I mean? They don't have a place to go home yeah, to, you yeah. know? So it's, it yeah. works out really yeah. well. So... That's an interesting. We got that going for us. Yeah, I would assume that's um, that's pretty impressive to see. I, I had a. Friend. I don't know. I've never seen. I've never seen one. But I saw the pictures. There's a giant flame that comes out of the uh, the end of the uh, howitzer. So I, it could be. It, it would be fun. A friend of mine from high school went through. He some he went through some meteorology path and wound up in Utah, um, uh, where he would. F- the way he described it to me was he'd basically be on one mountain and they'd close the street in between the two mountains and then they'd fire a howitzer at the other mountain to start an avalanche avalanche. uh, so they could control the avalanches this was like part of his job every day and i was like that sounds like the greatest job (laughs) in the world other than it being too cold yeah it sounds incredible It does. I'd love that job. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Probably there's a lot of snow cleanup that comes after this that would probably suck. But yeah. shooting the actual howitzer at a mountain. At a mountain would be great. And like it's allowed. Yeah. You should come to homecoming tonight. That would be cool. Because, uh, you know, you could fire off. And if they're not winning, I'm just going to start firing it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Usually like when they're they're about to kick a field goal. Yeah. Uh, the other team's about to kick it. I can't then believe you fire it, it off to we, distract them. So many parents were like, I'm in. I mean, I mean, like all of the guys, all of the guys, all the dads were like, oh, yeah, I'm in on that. Let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. Back in just a minute with the final hour of the week. What's the first thing you notice when you look at a photo of yourself? If the answer is a receding hairline or a bald spot, it's time to change that. It's also, it may also be that uh, you looked thinner back then, but that's not what Keeps is doing. Keeps is going to help you with the hair stuff. Uh, FDA approved hair loss treatments that are available online. So whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take better care of the hair that you have, your Keeps medical provider will help you find the right products and develop a personalized hair saving routine that works for you. Glenn, when you see a picture of you that's older, what, what, what do you see first? Shut up. 
because I, I wonder i'm curious Shut as to if there's anything i was watching um there's this, and you can search for this on youtube uh glenn beck on cheers and uh there was other it wasn't the hair that i noticed first i'll tell you that <laughs> but you could still help your hair with keeps keeps.com uh keeps.com slash save is the place to go you'll see 50 percent off uh, the hair loss treatments from Keeps. Uh, they do a great job making sure you keep the hair in your head and all the other problems you got to deal with on your own. But Keeps can help you with that one. Keeps.com slash save. 50% off your first order. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. Keeps.com slash save. Radio show starts here in about 10 seconds. Welcome to Friday. It is always interesting to talk to Michael Malice, who I just think is a great guy. Uh, He makes me think. I disagree with a lot of stuff that he says, but I like people who challenge me and make me think. (laughs) I also think he's very funny. He just tweeted, one of the worst lessons schools beat into kids' heads is to have respect for the inferior person at the front of the room who happens to have power and authority over you. (laughs) Michael Malice says what he's thinking. We join him in 60 seconds. He's going to talk about Kamala Harris and Gavin Newsom and the fight that's going for 2024 between them. Uh, If you're thinking about taking the plunge in real estate anytime soon, I hope you're aware how crazy the market is right now. If you're not really careful, you could lose your shirt in the process. And on top of that, I don't know if you remember this or not, but buying and selling a home is complicated in the first place. Simple fact is this, you need more than just a good real estate agent, more than just somebody who's gonna show you the listings or show your house. You need somebody who is full-time driven to succeed by helping you succeed. And who knows all of the best practices to make that happen. That's why, we have we exist my company real estate agents i trust.com we will help you find the right person in your area we have interviewed uh thousands of real estate agents and i think we have about 1500 real estate agents all across the country now we don't expand that list because we can't keep track because we are really monitoring every part of the the uh, deal with your home to make sure that you are happy and that this person is doing the job real estate agents i trust.com it's a free service to you you interview them yourself uh and see if you don't agree with us real estate agents i trust.com michael malice 
welcome to the uh, program. Thanks so much, Glenn. Good. Um, you know, I, I, you are so, so much good. Yeah, yeah, good. You are, uh, you're, you're so funny. I just read your tweet about, you know, the worst thing that schools, uh, teach. Um, uh, and, and I've been watching Gavin Newsom and I'm convinced Gavin Newsom is running in 2024. And yep. if it's 2024, 2028, it will be Gavin Newsom and, uh, and, uh, DeSantis, and it will be: Is this state working, or is this state the future? And well, he's so transparent on what he's doing. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of that. First of all, I don't know that it would be this state versus that state because we would all love a political system where people argue about the issues and what's your vision for America. It would be. Is this state working versus do you want Nazism in the White House? I think that's how the campaign would be <laughs> with the full support of the corporate press. But I, I think it's really funny because there's a lot of conservatives, I, I, I think, and they, I think they're totally wrong, who believe that, you know, God forbid something happens to President Biden and, and Officer Harris becomes the president, that she'd be a lock for the nomination in 2024. Oh, and no I think way. that's absolutely. No way. No way. Because there's so much lip service, sure, for women and for minorities. But when you look at how the Democratic Party votes in the primaries, if you look at 2020, it was Biden, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, Mike Bloomberg, and Amy Klobuchar had the most votes. Cory Booker went nowhere. Tulsi Gabbard went nowhere. Uh, Kamala Harris went nowhere. She just got picked as a token hire uh, by Joe Biden towards the end. So not only does she have have a lock, I don't think she has a good shot. And I think if you ask Californians now or in 2020, who would you rather see as president, Gavin Newsom or Kamala Harris? He'd mop the floor with her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not sure America wants Gavin, Gavin Newsom uh, by any stretch of the imagination. No, he's basically Patrick Bateman. If you look at him, he's an 80s supervillain from Wall Street <laughs> with, that, with that pomade uh, and that smirk on his face. Where he's, you know, at the end of the movie, he's just put in his place and kind of kicked out as the landlord. He's like, you know, so so many tropes put into one. Um, And what he's done with California, I I have to give him credit. And I think you'd like this as well. He is unapologetically progressive. Oh, yeah. And stands for what he stands for. He's like, this is the right way. Unlike, say, like an Andrew Yang, who's a snake, who pretends he's not left or right, but only argues for leftist views. He is for his uh, um, uh, issues and i think that's very attractive to uh, um, voters in his party yeah i i will tell you and that's why i think um uh i think that uh, ron DeSantis is popular as well he's yes. unashamed of what he's doing however the the problem is going to be quickly is that florida will prosper but Everything he's doing in California is going to make it so much worse and expensive. But I, I don't think Democrats necessarily Care. vote in terms of quality of life. Uh, they're, oh. they're more interested in having their agenda prescriptions put forward, and then they shrug their shoulders in terms of why that everyone else should be miserable. And we saw this with the begging for ongoing lockdowns and the begging for more quarantining and so on and so forth. They want everyone to be miserable and equal. So I think it might be at some point. 
Don't well, you know what Mrs. Thatcher said? The, the problem with socialism is eventually you run out of other people's money. Right. Uh, it ends in disaster. It ends in Baltimore. Uh, you know, it ends in, you know, Britain in the 1970s. Um, but, you know, try telling these, you know, affluent white women that their policies are disastrous. They don't feel that pain. It's poor people who feel the pain and they can just, you know, dust up their shoulders and say, let them eat cake. I don't know. I think, I mean, $7 trillion has been lost on the stock market uh, and $4 trillion of that is from very wealthy individuals. I mean, uh, and we haven't even begun on, uh, you know, on the loss of the dollar and the stock market. I think the stock market could, could have, could be, you know, 15,000 points or 18,000 points easily. Uh, that's a lot of money to be taken away from rich people. Well, I agree. And in which case they can, that's why they, it'd be easier for them to blame Biden. You know, he, he's the fall guy in 2024. Somehow it's the Republicans fault and they have a clean slate with Gavin Newsom. Let me ask you this. Um, the, um, and it might be too soon. So I want to be very careful because I, I have sympathy for everybody who has lost their home and, you know, and Mercury yeah. one is down in Florida right now, um, helping the residents there. But I'm talking about the the Gulf. I mean, the um, uh, the beachfront homes that are, you know, million, ten million dollar homes that should not be built there because, you know, in the old days, you couldn't get insurance to build the house. And then all of a sudden the federal government said, oh, we'll insure that. Well, why are we insuring those houses? And I want to take care of everybody that is there, et cetera, et cetera. But shouldn't we have a conversation about living on the coast in a in a hurricane zone or a flood zone that if you want to do that, you should do that at your own risk? Now, that'll mean a lot of rich people are the only ones that live there. But so be it. As long as I'm not paying for their house, their house. We, we shouldn't be insuring as a federal government places where people shouldn't be really living unless it's at their own risk. Well, I mean, you could extrapolate that even further. We shouldn't be subsidizing college loans. Right. And, and I agree. Goes back, because if you take out a loan, any kind of loan, you know, it's really funny. I read Kamala Harris's autobiography and she discusses when she was an attorney general, how and her claim it was just amazing to see in writing was that you know, we should have bailed out all these mortgages because when the bank lends you money, that's them saying you can afford to pay it back. And if you can't, that's their fault. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. And you're like, holy crap. Like it's really, when you see something like that in black and white, it's like, okay, there's no, whether this person is being honest or not, there's no conversation possible to be had with them. This is a completely Martian worldview as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and it's, it's, a, it's a worldview. That in particular is a worldview where you have no responsibility. You know, it's, yeah. I, I went to, um, I went to uh, the, I think it's the southern side of the Grand Canyon, the, the Native American side, the Navajo side. And they have no walls. They have no, um, you know, fencing up on the cliff that falls right straight down into the canyon. And I said to one of the guys there, I said, how many deaths do you have a year? And he said, we don't have any. He said, unlike your side, your government puts up all these these walls and fences and everyone thinks, oh, well, they wouldn't make it so I could climb over it oh, wow. if it was too dangerous. He said, here, people see, oh, it's a rock slide to your death. 
And he said, so nobody approaches it. And that's her kind of thinking. That's the bank saying, I can afford it. So if they say it, I can. No, you've got to look at it. It's a system of everyone bailing each other out. And we're basically living on lifeboats. And at a certain point, you can't bail everyone out. And everyone just starts to sink. It's a very dangerous uh, snowball game. Uh, And, you know, I I was not a fan of 2008, to put it mildly. And at at a certain point, that credit card is going to run out. And the piper is going to come due. And then if you think inflation is bad now, things are, would really get ugly then. You know, I learned from uh, the Congressman Chris Stewart today that our bailing out or our funding uh, of Ukraine right now, we are actually paying for the retirement funds for the government of Ukraine right now. Did you know that? Well, I'm I'm in favor of giving money for politicians to retire. So yeah. <laughs> let's, let's put them in a nice old folks home and put some of the Andrew Cuomo people quarantined in there and everything will work out. So I know you're one of the guys who will actually say what they're thinking, um, you know, probably to your detriment at times. Um, <laughs> and I, I would like to know, what do you think about the Nord Stream uh, pipelines? I think this is the kind of thing where, you know, we have the propaganda we're taught all our lives that America's the good guys uh, and, you know, we, we never do anything shady. There's so much information, misinformation going on about Ukraine and Russia and pipelines and things like that. I have no idea. Uh, it's, I wish life were as simple as good versus evil. Maybe that was the case in World War II, except we don't talk about Stalin because we didn't know where to fit him in there because he was on our side. Right. So I, I, I agree with you that I, I'm perfectly happy speaking my mind. I do not have the information at hand, and I don't think any of us do. Good for you. Um, one last, uh, one last question. You brought up, um, you know, Kamala Harris and how she's uh, she was a token woman that was uh, plopped in there. I don't think there was ever any serious. I, I really believe that the Democrats have come to a point. I mean, Fetterman is a great example of this. They don't want a thinking human being in there. They just want rubber stamps. Would you agree with that? Well, yes, because, I mean, Biden was picked just because he's a party man. But I just think it also speaks to how bad the Republican Party is that Oz in many polls is behind a literal stroke victim. I mean, what does that speak to the bench the Republicans have and who they're attracting? It's just shameful. Or or is that how good is the indoctrination that Republican bad, Democrat good, no matter who they are. Well, and, and I think a lot of that stems from putting kids in government schools, which thankfully is decreasing exponential rate and which is, to me, the most biggest silver lining facing the future of this mm-hmm. country. How many people, how many children, excuse me, are being liberated from government schooling? So the, the, the reason why I led you to uh, Kamala Harris is um, what is it going to take for women and you know the women's march people uh, they they just tweeted um yesterday we're not just the women's march we're not just pro-choice we are proudly unapologetically pro-abortion which did you see the top response which got three times as many likes as they did what it was me saying repeal the 19th amendment (laughs) (laughs) go look at it click on it (laughs) oh my gosh that is I'm sure hysterical. they love that. That's hysterical. <laughs>
Um, but I wanted to ask you. <laughs> hang on, I'm clicking on it now. I got to see. Oh my gosh. Um, the uh, the um, uh, the thing I wanted to ask you was, what is it going to take for the women who claim to care about women and women's rights to stand up for the women in Iran? It's, I haven't heard. Uh, I haven't heard a peep out of anyone in the Democratic Party about Iran. Progressivism is domesticated imperialism. And their vision of imperialism is they have to bring civilization to the savages in America, by which they mean the red states. Uh, so they're, they're, they really, you saw this with Obama when he was like, okay, America's too big a force on the world stage. We need to pull back. He didn't mean in kind of a nationalistic, you know, Donald Trump kind of way. He just meant because the rest of the world didn't really interest him. They're very focused on managing and micromanaging the economy and culture in their own country. And the rest of the world, in a sense, doesn't really exist to them other than when it appears in the pages of the New York Times. Michael, your response has double the numbers of uh, the Women's March that say oh, yeah. we're unapologetically pro-abortion. Uh, you have double the numbers would just repeal the 19th <laughs> Amendment. <laughs> and the one that has uh, just under the same amount as the Women's March was, wow, you really are into recreational baby killing. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, Michael, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Always a pleasure, guys. Talk you bet. Bye-bye. Michael Malice. Um, Tunnel to Towers Foundation, the landmark moments in American history, the things we live through, um, they change us. They change us, or they should change us. It's incredibly important that we, we learn the lessons. We should be learning lessons from the horror show that we all went through. Uh, and witnessed ourselves in Afghanistan. But I don't think we learned a thing. I don't think we learned a thing, or at least our leadership didn't. What did we learn on September 11th? Tunnel to Towers made a promise to themselves. It was a family. And they made a promise to themselves that they would hold on to the memory of what had happened, and they would help the heroes of our country and their families. They would help the families that are left behind. So if a first responder, uh, well, that means uh, police, firemen, how many police are being shot? If they are lost and they have a family that they leave behind, Tunnel to Towers comes in and pays off the mortgage so the family doesn't have to worry about moving or any kind of financial instability. Same thing with military service. If you lose your life over there, they do it. Also, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, helping them live more independent lives. These guys are the best. Do your own homework on Tunnel to Towers, and please help the heroes and their families. Join the mission to do good in their honor with Tunnel to Towers. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Love that. Repeal the 19th Amendment. He is hysterical. Just hysterical. He he lives to just screw with people. Yeah, he does. He does like that. He just loves it. Just loves it. Um, All right. Uh, There's a couple of things uh, that uh, I want to make sure we get to. First of all, Jamie Kilstein uh, is a comedian 
uh, who Robin Williams said is brilliant, like this means anything. Janine Garofalo said the same thing. Uh, (laughs) He was a darling of the left, and then they turned on him. And that just confused him. He was like, "What? wait, what what just happened to me? What? I thought you were my friend. (laughs) No, they were never. And he learned that. And then he learned, wait a minute, you know who is being kind to me are conservatives. And uh, and so he started rethinking everything. And there is a fascinating uh, podcast. He was on with me before when cancer, cancer, a cancel culture just destroyed his life. Um, And this time he's on talking about the mental struggles that he has faced. I mean, he was suicidal, you know, since we last spoke. Um, He has given up uh, alcohol uh, and any kind of drug. He's really transforming and he's starting to find God. It's fascinating to watch this guy change. Uh, And he still he still fights labels, which I think is fine and great. But uh, I I love watching it because he's very funny. Um, he has a fascinating story. He's been in the darkest places that anybody has. And uh, he now says the COVID lockdowns were the best thing that ever happened. To him. To him. Okay, I was going to yeah. say, I don't think they're the best thing that ever yeah, happened. No, to him. But to him. He said, locked in my house, uh, I thought it was going to be a problem because I'm a drinker. And he said, I found myself all alone with a choice. What are you going to do? And he said, it just totally transformed my life. A very, very funny podcast, uh, deep thinking. Uh, and if you know anybody that struggles with depression or is struggling with trying to figure the world out, this is a podcast for you. Uh, it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. You can watch the podcast right now if you're a subscriber. It's also available tomorrow on my YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcast. So just search for me at YouTube, uh, Glenn Beck. Now, also, coming up in the next couple of weeks, um, we will tell you what we're doing for election night and the Saturday after election night. It is two very powerful shows that you won't want to miss. You'll need to be a subscriber, so subscribe now at blazetv.com. The Glenn Beck Program. I know I sound like a broken record uh, because I've been telling you this for a long, long time, but you have to take it seriously. These things are now happening. It's not like, hey, this could happen with any amount of just opening your eyes. You will see we are moving away from the U.S. dollar towards a centralized currency. I'm going to have something on this here in just a second that is terrifying. It's all part of the Great Reset. It is real. And worst of all, it's on purpose. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. So please, please diversify some of your portfolio, maybe 10%. Put it into precious metals or at least look into gold and silver. Goldline can help you do this with a self-directed precious metals IRA. Tons of people in America don't even know this is an option, but now you do. And I highly recommend that you look into it. Call Goldline today. Find out how easy the process is to complete Ask them about the 6% free bonus medals when you complete an IRA this month. So just call them for the information at 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for you now, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com.
You can get access to Glenn's interviews every week early. If you're a Blaze TV subscriber, go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. <clears throat> you know, the thing I, I appreciate, and especially around tax time, uh, is the efficiency of our government, that there is really no waste. Um, because I know I work hard for, you know, every dollar that I make, and I like to give my money to charities and uh, like to help people out and everything like that. And I think the most efficient way to get help to people is through the federal government. Mm. Because, again, they're so efficient. Mm. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I totally would agree yeah. with that analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen that in the recent handling of the COVID uh, funds. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so there were a few mistakes. Were there? I can't even detect any. You can't? You know, I think that all... I think there's went- a song about one mistake. Um, but You're I, talking about Nuke Bizzle? Nuke Bizzle is oh. the... I mean, he's my rapper of choice. Yeah. You know, Glenn and I each, if you don't know this, if you don't subscribe, we, we release a, a quarterly digest of our rappers of choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, each. He was uh, strangely, Nuke Bizzle has been uh, the number one rapper of Stu and Glenn mm-hmm. uh, for the, what the last four years. Yeah. But I back think. to, well, I mean, for me, I know back to like 1989, yeah, well, I know, but but I that mean, was before it was really that's that was before when it was everybody only newsletter was, based. Yeah, and everybody you know. was saying, you know, who's Nuke Bizzle? Well, we you knew, were a leader. We knew, yeah, yeah. but we, you, you know, again, f- this yeah. is our culture. Yeah, you know. So, and uh, I think you'll hear, you'll understand that when you hear the song. Should we uh, should we play a little bit of it? I mean, yeah, let's you, play a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. This uh, this a very good song. Listen to the lyrics; you're gonna love it. I just been swiping for EDD. Go to the bank and stack at least. This is here better than selling peas. I made some rent that I couldn't believe. Ten cars, then 200 bonds. I got a shot at the Donald Trump. I just might swipe me a long song. I'm in you having money for I done got rich off an EDD. I ain't hit no more liquors of EDD. And just land. Now let's just say you don't speak street. Right, for some, there are you know, people it, out there that wouldn't even understand crazy what to he believe. was talking about. Yeah, there. but uh, uh, now Nuke Bizzle, of course. Now you may have heard he actually did shout out Donald Trump, which yeah, is, he did. It he used did, to happen yeah. in rap all the time, and then right, all of a sudden stopped. Right. Yeah, for uh, some reason. This one in particular, uh, mm. he's shouting out really to the federal government mm-hmm. for some funds he was able uh, to acquire. This particular gentleman, uh, Mr. Bizzle, uh, was able to acquire this through a program called EDD. Which um, is with the actual name of the program uh, he was stealing from at the time he made the video. Now, most people would when, call their doctor if they have EDD. That's a different problem. Oh, um, but uh, okay. they have that as well. I don't know. Right, Maybe that's okay. what he used the funds on. I don't okay, know. I don't. But in the video, he's actually holding up uh, envelopes, uh, car like gift cards, and this is how you get the money from this particular program in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and these programs were so crazy at this time. That they were just giving out money like crazy to anyone who asked for it. Sure. We and, just covered, uh, what was it, yesterday or the day before, somebody who was uh, a part of w- one of these scams um, and said that they were feeding, I think it was up to 400000 
400,000 children. 400,000 children. A day, I believe. It was 400,000 children for the entire organization. One guy in particular was feeding 5,000 of them from his one-bedroom apartment. Every day. Every day, which uh, uh, was not happening, shockingly. We we want you to know the federal government did figure that one out, and they were like, wait Mm -hmm. a minute, we got to stop. But then they were sued by these people, were complete shams. Uh, and they were uh, sued uh, because of the minority status, and so the government stopped questioning. Yeah, they were in Minnesota, and they said they were serving East African um, immigrants, and mm. the only reason you're shutting us down is because you don't want us to feed East African immigrants, so the state ba- had to back off because they were accused of racism, even though you know some of the details of the program are fa- fantastic if you don't know them. For example, they had to turn in names of all the children they were feeding, right? Of course, you have to actually give some evidence. Right, right. No one was checking whether they even had these facilities open or if any food was being delivered, but they had to get a list of names. When they listed the names, uh, they found a couple of strange things. Yeah. For example, each name was linked to a, a site called listofrandomnames.com, hmm. which uh, if hmm. you might imagine is a list of random, random names. names. Uh, at one point, 500 consecutive names all started with the same f- letter, first and last name. Hmm. Doesn't normally happen. Well, um, uh, good they filing also, system. They also had a, a, a age randomizer built into their spreadsheet. Huh. So if you've ever, you know, I know you're a big spreadsheet guy, Glenn, but sure. when you put in a random function, you can put in like, let's say, a random number between 7 and 17. Hmm. Okay, so... If you're putting, you need to have a kid, you're saying, okay, they're between 7 and 17. I don't really care. I'm scamming the government. I'll put in a random number. It'll be 8. But you're not typing them all in because that would take too long. So you just copy and paste the formula and it'll just give you a random number in that range. The problem with that is it recalculates. So it will give you a new random number every time you're sending it. So these kids would be like, little Bobby, one week is five years old, the next week he's 12 years old, the next week he's eight, then he's 14. That doesn't normally happen with people. Well, but hey, men can get pregnant. So could we please get back to Nuke and his bizzleness? Sure. I did been swiping for right. EDD. Swiping for EDD. Yeah. This is here better than selling peas. I made some rent that I couldn't believe. Ten cards. Okay, so ten cards. Yeah, so he's getting all kinds of money from the government, and then making a rap song. Yeah, listen to the very end of this. You'll hear a, a, a number. I actually woke up to three hundred G. Now, this is not the type of thing typically you'd put on YouTube. I mean, you'd, you'd want to hide this in the old days of crime. There are some days that I am grateful for the stupidity yeah. of the American <laughs> thief. But there, there are actually YouTube videos on how to, how you can do this. One of the, the business loan departments had a $10,000 application fee. And, you know, if you've ever, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Normally, if you yeah, apply for sure. something, you got to pay $10,000. You wouldn't even want to apply. Well, the good, the good thing was that you didn't have to pay to apply. They paid you to apply. $10,000 to apply for an additional loan from the government. The government, if they approved it, would give you more money. But if they did not approve it, you could keep the $10,000 you got for applying. That was legitimately a program that lasted all the way to the summer of 2020. Did you ever think we're on the wrong side? We? I'm not on the wrong side of that. I don't think you're on the wrong side of that. But no, the, I, the country generally, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, we are on the wrong side. I mean... Oh, you're saying... How you know how great it would be if you just didn't have any morals? 
It would. I mean, be, it would yeah, be it bad. Would be nice. It would it end would nice. in an eternal lake of fire, and oh yeah, sure. be horrible. And you know, you'd end up to being an alcoholic and miserable, and really, really, probably just a nasty. But you, you know, you'd be a, 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 a Marxist. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, I mean, it would be so much easier. It would it? be. It would be so easier. much easier. You know what? The way because I'll give you an example of why I think it would be easier. This one. Uh, the program in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, mm-hmm. uh, they stole $240 million uh, from from these programs total. Now, that's a small slice of the $45 billion stolen, they believe, from the unemployment scams during this period. But $240 million, let's just take that for a second and stop and think about this. You will pay taxes your entire life. Every single year, they will take a chunk of your money, the money that you earned. They will take it. Think about that. Now think about every single person you know. They will also do the same thing, right? They will, they will pay taxes every single year. A chunk of what they did, they earned it, and they have to give it to the federal government. Now think about every person that they know, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and they will do the same thing, work their entire lives. And every year, the federal government will take a chunk of that money. And all of that money combined, all of your, your efforts, money, your entire your friends, life, their friends, their friends, and yeah. probably another layer. Let's add it on another layer of friends. All of that money combined will not even come close to paying for just the fraud in one example of what happened over the past couple of years. Just one example of the billions and billions and billions of dollars that were lost to fraud during COVID. All of your efforts, your entire life, every April 15th, you will go and you will file taxes. And through all of that effort, you will not even come close to paying to the money stolen by this one organization. Think about that for a second. I don't think I want to think about it anymore. (laughs) That really is really sucks. staggering. It sucks, and and it's true. You know, you could I, you could apply this to a million different things the government like does. I, I think of you know whenever I pay taxes, I always think they should name you know a, a, a military. I should have a tank with my name on it. Right, just okay? one, just just one, even just a shell, a tank, a shell a would shell. be nice. Okay? And you know what? Because I know I've paid for a lot of those shells. Okay, even if mm-hmm. you're buying six hundred dollar toilet seats. Over my lifetime, I've bought a lot of toilets. You pay a lot of taxes. Okay, yeah. You do. And uh, and so I always think of it that way. I never think of it as my entire life, all of the taxes that I have paid would not would not cover Nuke What's-His-Face. Yeah. Right, right. Nuke Bizzle. Nuke Bizzle. Yeah. And his friends. And his friends. Never heard of Nuke Bizzle or his friends. Yep. And everything, everything, you keep being told, you know, you've got to pay your fair share. No, my fair share is to go help people, to build a road, to put in infrastructure. Not this. Yeah. Because Not I think, this. I think the average American, if they actually believed their taxes were going to help people, would still, I mean, they'd see... They would be okay uh, if, with it. If, they, you they thought, would be, if, I, if you thought 98 cents on a dollar, 90 cents on a dollar was going to something that was actually good, mm-hmm. 
you would pay. You would pay, and, and you'd pay, and you might even you might even say, you know what, this year I did really well. I'm going to pay a little extra. Yeah, you, you might even it was do a, that. an efficient process. Now, right. I think there's a danger to that because you know, even if the government is doing good, it's not necessarily the right way to to do it. It sets up long term real problems that happen from a giant expanding government. Um, even if the intentions are good, and even if sometimes the outcomes are good, that does not mean like certainly someone who who is uh, signed up for this um, uh, college loan plan. There probably are people who had real problems, maybe got screwed by some bad university, maybe had major, major health problems. There's all sorts of reasons why some of the people in that program, well, you would be doing good for people mm-hmm. by re- reversing that mm-hmm. debt. But like we all know that it leads to longer, large, larger problems over a long period of time. And the vast majority of people are not in those positions. And of course, then you're depending on government. for So it creates a million different issues. Well, but if we actually believe there was some good going on, maybe we could we could do this. The COVID is just the most extreme example that we're seeing publicly, but this stuff happens all the time. Billions and billions and billions of dollars are taken from these programs. Every one of them has money money hemorrhaging. And then even think about the things that aren't stolen, the $300,000 turtle tunnel. I mean, if you live, the average person works their entire lives, spends tax, you know, pays taxes their entire lives and never pays for that one turtle tunnel. I mean, think about that one freaking turtle tunnel, a tunnel for turtles to cross beneath the road. They will never even pay enough to pay for that one tiny, meaningless turtle tunnel. And this and, and they want more. They want more. They say that the cupboards are bare. There's nothing left to cut. It's, it's so insulting and infuriating when you think about how much effort you put you in a good mood this weekend. I, I brought up the new Bizzle because I thought hey, this will be fun and funny and. No, it's Stu's so depressing. Just, now you're going in and you're I like. I go down this rabbit hole and I just. Oh, I, my gosh. It's I, infuriating. I've always thought you don't want to live in my head. I don't want to live anywhere <laughs> near your head. I don't even want to be in the same neighborhood with your head. Uh, you know, eventually Mike Lindell is going to get around to making everything and making it better. He did with sleep. Why not other stuff? You know what I mean? I take a ride on my plane. I'd eat a my burger, wouldn't you? Sure. You know, mm-hmm. social media posts on my book. A man can dream. A man can dream. And he's got dreams. Unfortunately, um, it seems as though the FBI would really like to make him into a villain and destroy him uh, just because he supported that evil Donald Trump. Mike's busy revolutionizing the footwear industry right now. He's launched a brand new uh, slipper, slides, sandals. They're fantastic, and you can get them for twenty nine ninety eight. <gasps> oh wow. my gosh, he's so evil. Mm. Seventy nine ninety eight uh, value. It's twenty nine ninety eight for you right now. Just go to mypillow.com and use the promo code Beck. Listen, these are only going to be around at that price for a limited time, so don't wait around. Made to be worn year round. Four layer design keeps your fab your uh, feet uh, comfortable. They have breathable fabric. And Impact Gel makes them super comfortable, so you can wear them all day long if you'd like. It's MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Use the promo code BECK, and you'll get this incredible offer now. MyPillow.com or call 800-966-3117. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Stu, can you help me out on on, on this? Um, 
yesterday, the Russians just annexed, uh, you know, like Hitler. Well, they had a vote, Glenn. Don't forget yeah, there's that referendum. I know, I know. I know. So they just annexed yeah. uh, parts of uh, Ukraine. About 15% of Ukraine. Yeah. Now, that's easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have uh, just uh, heard from the White House and Secretary of State Blinken that they are imposing new severe sanctions on Russia. Wait, wait, we didn't. Right. I, I thought we had some on I them. Thought, I thought we I thought we did it. I mean, what 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 else? What else did can we... we do and why hadn't we done it already? Yeah, that's right? my thought. Why? Wait a minute. It, there's something left in the arsenal. What 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 is it? And I hate to use the word arsenal in this particular case because I have a feeling it's going to end up being an arsenal because we were told these things were done and were incredibly and effective and just wait a couple months and then we waited and like nothing really like happened the financial picture turned as negative no. as we thought it was going to no in fact Russia. it seemed like in for a while there they they might have even been doing really well <laughs> and we were the ones paying the price hmm. uh but these this round is the one that'll do it Glenn. it's this yeah. round of sanctions well because these are severe yeah they finally are... thought they found the severe bag <laughs> of, of sanctions and they're gonna yeah, use those this, now. and this time they're not kidding no joke no joke? No joke. Come on, man. No. No joke? <laughs> no joke. Mm. All right. Have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. Uh, pray for your country. Talk to people. Get out the vote, and we will see you Monday. God bless. The Glenn Back Program.